0: Welcome to 19 in 89, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop! I think I think Giggling Ben went to place! <laughs> to play a crowd. <laughs> Reef and Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the nineties. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy! But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide, all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Karratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion, and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm gonna find out how weird arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in it's gonna be an embarrassing ride i'm benjamin wasley welcome to 19 in 89. really again it's still going yeah but we're close to shutting the book on my treasured 1989 collins diary and then what will i do probably finally go outside or not but whatever happens next can i just say thanks so much to you just for making the effort Every time I drop an episode to tune in and endure the cavalcade of tedious, featureless, scribble teenage me considered worthy of recording for generations to come. Bless you. Of course, it's once again time to revisit what was making its debut on the Aussie music charts this week back in 1989. And the winner of the 1986 grand final of the TV talent show Star Search, Guyan, achieved her second charting song, arriving at uh, number 49 with It's Alright. Props could be better, babes. Uh, Tina Turner's Steamy Windows, what even does that sound like? She was new at 48. Don't Ask Me Why from The Arithmics debuts at 46. Number 36 belonged to Neighbor Star and Pig, Craig McLaughlin, and his band Check One Two. Uh, With Rock the Rock, It's Horrendous. Don't Spotify it or you will have regrets. Uh, naturally, his Neighbours co-star, Kylie Minogue, was flogging his musical butt. Never Too Late was the biggest debut of the week in at 25. And Aussie TV was finally going international in the 80s. Neighbours started in the UK in 1986. Home and Away joined them in 1989. But before them, there was a soapy drama called Prisoner, or Cell Block H as it was called overseas. It was the first Aussie series to gain an international cult following, which ran from 1979 to 1986, and it became so huge in the US, it was the number two show on Los Angeles TV after Charlie's Angels. Mm. The UK loved it so much that they created a stage show based on the TV show scripts that actually toured the UK in 1989. It was also huge in Sweden, Canada, Brazil and South Africa and its popularity inspired the now also hugely successful Wentworth. If only this diary were written in a prison instead of a bedroom in Carrather. Hey, coming up in this episode, there's Christmas presents to purchase and pack off for mailing to my parents in Adelaide. Who leaves Christmas postage this late? I do. There's also gifts I've got to give myself, because of course I do. I get kidnapped, sounds very dramatic, but probably isn't. I wear black clothing in 40 plus degree heat, and I nearly pass out. I get a bike, get depressed, get jealous, and I get my groove on at the table at a Chinese restaurant, while also experiencing karaoke. Kill me. Uh, To help me dish up all of that and so much more, it's time to welcome back another of my besties. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is is,
1: this? Who is that? It's Maduna! Hello, baby. How are you?
0: Better now.
1: Oh, Oh, I love talking to you. (laughs) I love talking to
0: you. We've had fun catching up ahead of this record. And I should acknowledge, before we go into details about uh, how we met and all that sort of stuff, that we were meant to record this a week ago. But I made Mm -hmm. some um, mull brownies and they were really effective. And when it came time to record this podcast, I was like. And I had to ring, yes, right. had to ring you and say, <laughs> I can't do it. I'm really wasted.
1: I think I got a text first saying I'm so baked, <laughs> um, and then and then I think you realised that no, that wasn't going to cut it on a Friday night, so maybe you need to call me as well.
0: So. Yeah, well, yeah well, that's I,
1: all right.
0: I think you g'd <laughs> yourself up with a few wines ready to go, <laughs> and I'd already wiped I, myself I was, out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, because you know I'm 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 in Perth, so you know I'm a couple of hours behind. So yeah. that's all right. I'm kicked off my Friday well.
0: <laughs> you're... So you're in good form tonight then. <laughs> I am totally sober <laughs> except for this right. glass of icy cold cafe patron. Tink.
1: Well, we're we're doing we're doing this yeah together, aren't we? So sure I'm showing you my bottle of patron, which you introduced me to. You introduced I know.
0: To I've introduced a so few people to go. this and a few hangovers mm-hmm. as well. Honestly, it's peeps, delish. if you've never had Café Patron, mm. it's coffee tequila. You put it over ice and drink it in a tumbler. You'll uh, yep. be living, I guarantee you. <laughs> you'll yep. also be yep. really it's awake. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually have a group of friends here in Melbourne that when the Café Patron comes out, everyone goes, oh, no, because they know that they'll be <laughs> going to bed with all their clothes on and wake up the following day with their shoes on going, what happened? What did I do? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, well, maybe you need to follow it with a shot of normal tequila
0: afterwards. Oh, good That'll God. That'll
1: balance you out.
0: I'm over 50. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> or we could.
1: Oh, you can never say no to tequila.
0: Exactly, apparently. Um, now, to establish, we need to sort of start talking about how we met each other, which, of course, was in Perth. And you mm. started at 96FM, you said in, was it 93?
1: Yeah. Yeah, same year as you
0: Yeah, I think I was 93 or 94 maybe Maybe the end of 93, beginning of 94 But I was definitely Same, like we were newbies together I reckon
1: But you were like a seasoned radio announcer Whereas I was just new, like fresh off the boat You know, been doing reception and then moved into promotions So I love
0: love that you use the word season when if you look at this diary (laughs) There was (laughs) so much seasoning left to go
1: You were so cool. So to me, it was like, oh, my God, I I was still, you know, stars in my eyes sort of thing because I was so new to
0: radio. That's so fucking cute. And something (laughs) I didn't realise is that you used to be the phone answerer for the Club Veg that used to be on a breakfast at 96FM for a while there. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. For six months I drove in for two hours, answered the phones, drove home, did bugger all for the rest of the day, and then came back in the afternoon and did another two hours for drive. And would you get paid yes. for that? I did get paid, but it was really shocking money, <laughs> which is why I sort of said to them, you know, seriously, I am loving this because I used to work in um auto dealerships back before I did radio. <laughs> oh my and God. uh so it's like that. this is so sexy. Um so yeah, <laughs> I wanted to stay, but I needed money, desperately needed money. So. Well,
0: then you went into promotions, and then that extended into a career working at Nova. Like you launched Nova in Melbourne, and
1: yeah, yeah, oh, I was so lucky. I had some really great bosses, um, and some. Wasn't that back then? That was just the craziest time. Oh. I think radio is not as much fun as what it was back then. Oh. It really was the sex, drugs, and rock and roll era, wasn't it? it so really? was.
0: and it was actually winding <laughs> down because I remember. God rest his soul, Bill ally, telling me stories about what 96FM was like in the 80s. And I was like, what? Yeah. What do you mean you had plugs full of drugs and and bonuses at Christmas of (laughs) $25,000?
1: Yeah, it was definitely tame when we were sort of coming in at the back end there, but I still feel so lucky to have experienced all the survey parties and you know dance on tables
0: and oh just so much fun. yeah god it was so much fun and we had fun when we were living in Mm. melbourne too because we both used to live like a blocks walk from each other in st kilda um we basically had the the house they filmed the secret life of us was in between both of our houses and so we'd walk between each other's houses and tear up um, one Love at the Prince and, oh, my God, we used to party so much.
1: I think actually we spent the majority of our time on your balcony.
0: Yes. Or in that, yeah. remember that you, big you... warehouse you were in that we used to party in that one as well?
1: Yes, oh. yes, that's right. Yeah, that was that was cool. That was actually my boss's um, house. She moved to Sydney and said, oh, you yeah. can rent it out from me. And I was like, oh. If I must, because it was pretty fabulous. But I I remember some pretty cool things at your on your balcony. Do you remember? This is probably not cool, but remember (laughs) we used to get cherries and we would like eat the cherries and then spit the pips off the balcony and see who could spit them the furthest. Usually when we were baked.
0: Yeah. Do you remember Christmas with my family on that balcony and we got my dad stoned? I remember
1: somebody chucking up on your bed. Do you remember that? Yeah,
0: that was my beautiful Jenny Sampi. (laughs) (laughs) Before she vomited on my bed, I remember putting a handful into a bowl full of lollies and putting them in her mouth and then deciding she didn't like them. So she just grabbed the bowl, opened her mouth and tipped all the lollies back into the bowl Uh. of uneaten lollies. Oh, memories.
1: Yeah, good times. How did we survive? I don't know. We just kept each other out of the gutter, I think.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's what it was. We looked after each other.
0: (laughs) Bless you. (laughs) Bless us. All right.
1: Mm, That's right. Should we
0: get stuck in the diary?
1: Let's do it. All right.
0: We're starting on Wednesday, December 10. It's a Sunday. And this was written at 12.26 a.m. Well, had a wonderful sleep today, didn't get up until eleven thirty. Julie and Avril were getting ready to go shopping, so I pulled on some clothes and went with them. Lovely detail, I'm glad I put clothes on. We went and looked for a Chrissy (laughs) present for my mum. Lots to choose from, but too easily damaged on the trip to Adelaide. What the hell? There was lots to choose from in Caratha? I'm impressed. Uh, Anyway, Julie and Avril and I did the shopping and then returned home and unpacked everything while Mark sat in the lounge chair and ate his lunch. Is that interesting? I don't know if that's interesting. Watched TV for a while and I made some... Oh, here we go. I made some chicken and phyllo pastry with ham and cheese for tomorrow's tea. And I made some cauliflower cheese for tonight's tea. God, I was a busy little housewife.
1: You've always been a good cook,
0: though, so there you go. That's where it started. Well, Dad's, hey. Dad's a butcher, mum's a caterer. You have to be able to cook or you wouldn't be able to survive. I uh, love your cooking. I actually am now thinking of that phyllo pastry with the chicken thigh that would be stuffed with ham and, and Jarlsberg cheese. Oh. Um, all right, mum and dad called and we talked for a while. My shift went okay and no complaints. <laughs> Just lying in bed now listening to a tape. That's why this has taken so long to write. Ha 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 in capitals. Night, 12.45am. Not sure any of that was funny, mate. But anyway. <laughs> if you're right, capital ha ha ha. It must be, eh? <laughs> exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, haven't done it for a while. Why not call myself one? All right, let's take in Monday, December eleventh. This was written at 1.20am. What a wonderful day. Woke up at nine. Seems early. Watched some TV and showered. Got dressed and caught a taxi into town. Ooh, hey, Big Sprender. Bought Dad's Chrissy present and posted my cards. Remember when we used to send Christmas cards? Oh,
1: my God, yes.
0: I met Nat for lunch. That's uh, Natalie White from On Bazaar. Oh,
1: okay, cool. Hello,
0: Um, Just after midday, we went to the Overland Karatha for lunch. Had a wonderful meal. Caught a taxi home. God, I am flush. <laughs> I didn't the-
1: think Karaka was big enough to have taxis.
0: Oh, it was just hot enough to have taxis, more likely.
1: Oh, good point. <laughs> it's like, and oh, you, you don't like walking in the heat, so nah, that's terrible.
0: I don't like the heat at all. You would have loved it up there. Anyway, mm. watched a couple of movies and started tea at about six. I made... Chicken breasts with ham and cheese in filo pastry and a big salad. I think you made made that the day before, mate. It was gorgeous. Nat stayed for tea and we watched Gone with the Wind. Nat left about 10.30. I've been watching TV since. Now it's off to bed. Night, 1.25am. It's such a fucking featureless and boring day and I cannot believe (laughs) that I wrote most of the crap that's in there.
1: Quite impressive, actually, that you managed to do
0: it every day. Yeah. I know. Yeah, clearly I'd run out of things to put in. All the things I want to know, I've never recorded in anything, but at least we watched Gone With The Wind, right? Yeah, Wow,
1: well, that's important. It is, it is historic
0: after all, so. All right, well, I'm about to get really scary on your ass. Get ready. This is Tuesday, December 12th, and it was written at 2.40am, and it opens with this. I was kidnapped tonight. Look out No one would take you mate You're not worth anything And you're not available for sex Judy, Mark and Gary came And kidnapped me And took me out for tea (laughs) You wanker Got up today at about 10 Watched TV and had some breakfast Washed my bedclothes And anything else that was dirty Like my mind Walked into town about 4 I was so hot, I felt like I was going to pass out. I was wearing a black top, and the heat was intensified because of it. <laughs> I do wow. distinctly remember... You,
1: you were so smart. Uh, yeah,
0: not at fuck at all. <laughs> Little closet. I do distinctly remember one day being on air and getting a phone call from flight traffic control saying, asking what temperature we were getting. And I looked at our temperature gauge and it was just flashing HHH and it said it only went to 55 degrees And so that's why it was just flashing HHH. And he goes, oh, that's good because we're getting 62 on the tarmac here and we're thinking that maybe our senses are broken. I'm like, what do you mean 62? And he says, we're getting 62. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then after my shift finished at midday, I had to walk like five minutes to my home and I had black sunnies that I put on my face and they got so hot in three minutes that I had to take them off because they were burning my head. That's how hot it was.
1: Oh, my God. That's insane. It it? doesn't get that hot
0: now, does it? I don't think. Well, see, I think the tarmac would have been 62 because it's all black and in the open sun. So I don't think it would have been actually, you know, it had to be over 55. But, yeah.
1: That's nuts. Yeah. Because it's coastal. So it shouldn't get that hot. It yeah. doesn't make sense to me. It or is dry. It doesn't though. make sense to me that you live there.
0: No, exactly. You, yeah. The man that hates the heat. <laughs> I'm like, what's <laughs> the, the snow? I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what ruined me, Donna. Three years in this sort right. of heat. <laughs> yes,
1: that's what it was. Send you cray cray.
0: Yeah. And anyway, that heat made me want to spend things. So I put another watch on lay-by at On Bazaar. Probably at this stage I had five. And bought this wonderful leather wallet for mum. It was very expensive, but it's beautifully made and presented in a velvet cover inside a wooden box. Very nice. I bet mum only kept it for a couple of years. Dave Avril and I have been watching videos till now. See ya. 2.44am. Oh, bless. You little Did little s-
1: do anything at normal
0: hour? Nah. <laughs> nah? Nah. <laughs> I was just a little sunstroke idiot. <laughs> Desperate to buy anything that was available. What
1: shift were you doing? So were you doing at late nights?
0: Well, sometimes I'm doing six till midnight. Other times I'm doing two till six. It's all over the shop. Sometimes I'm doing weekend breakfast. So I don't think I had Ah. a regular shift. Mm, I was just shoved in wherever they needed me. Because we did have an announcer's house. So there was like three or four announcers living there at any one time. And then you'd have the breakfast announcer in his own house and other announcers in their houses. It was back in the 80s when you could have more announcers than you really needed. <laughs> Unlike today where you have to do 20 shifts and record them for every steak.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, well, let's mm. take in Wednesday, December 13, and this was written at 1.42am. Nothing to rave about today. Got up about 10, 10.30 10. and did some more of my ironing. I love that I used to do ironing in 89. Now it's like, <laughs> want to see me? See me in my wrinkles. <laughs> Dave cooked... Bacon and eggs for breakfast. Yum! Had a shower and got dressed and walked down to the station. Met the new sales girl, Kim. And Julie and I went to the shopping centre. I posted my parcel with mum and dad's presents in it. (laughs) I love that it's the 13th of December and I'm like, Casually just sending a present for Christmas at that date. Back when you could rely
1: on Australia Post.
0: (laughs) It would have got there in time, I guarantee it. Yeah, yeah, it would have. Picked up a parcel with my shorts in it. Yay, I've got shorts. Went and had a drink at Top Nosh, then back to the station. Oh, my God, Top Nosh. I just had a flashback of this shitty cafe that used to be in Caratha. Judy called to say my bike had arrived and she would drop it off at the house. My shift tonight from six till midnight was shitty. I was depressed and it took me a few hours to get over it. <laughs> I love oh that God. I just have these broody moments.
1: Oh my, those poor listeners. Oh, my God. Can
0: you imagine? 6 <laughs> I'm ka giving you Did Do
1: you have prize peaks ringing up and uh, that
0: sort of thing? I don't think we had prizes, really. <laughs> it was regional oh. radio. So, yeah. That's what you were
1: missing.
0: Yeah. We just had lunatics ringing up that were, you know, inebriated drinking their coffee <laughs> patron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You would
1: have learned a lot about Baratha oh, from yeah. those calls. I learned Ooh.
0: how to wrap up a phone call and get out of it really quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, got a letter from Glenn and he raved on about how good 3BA and Ballarat was. And now I'm jealous. Night, 1.51 a.m. Maybe that's where the depression came. Someone had a better job than me, and I was angry about it. Ugh. All right, this and is
1: ballerets
0: cooler. Oh yeah, at that stage, so much cooler. Uh, this is <laughs> Thursday, December fourteen, and I've written at the top, "Mum's birthday" in capital letters.
1: Oh, Mummy Worsley, I love
0: it. Mummy, her. oh Granny Annie, <laughs> um, and this was written at one fifty four a.m. Well, guess who slept in today? Not until 11 did thou riseth this morning. Oh, I've gone, <laughs> yeoldy dead shit. <laughs> Had some breakfast and a shower and went into town. Checked P.O. box. Oh, it doesn't say my P.O. box, says checked P.O. box. No mail today. Got to the station just after one. Got stuck into my work. Did four ads today. Enough to keep me busy. <laughs> and bought a book about environmentally safe cleaning. And I've joined the Australian Conservation Foundation too. It's about time!
1: Oh my God, you were before your time. I know.
0: Oh, I, f- I finished that sentence too early. It's about time I did something to help, even if it's only small.
1: No, oh, you're so conscious. I I like no,
0: I think I let them harass me for a year and then I quit because they always wanted money. There's a koala that's dying. Do you want to give some money? No. My shift from six till midnight went well, had a lot of fun, although I did trip on my tongue a few times, which proved embarrassing. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Sean came to the station and said he was leaving on Monday for Perth for good. We've both just finished watching big gig episodes. Now to sleeps. 2.01 AM. See ya. Oh, who the hell is Sean? I've got no idea.
1: I oh, really can't remember.
0: No. Nah. <laughs> mm. Again and again names pop up and I'm like, burr. I'm glad I wrote it down because I wouldn't remember it otherwise.
1: Obviously, it had a huge impact on you.
0: Yeah, clearly not. I didn't even know I had a bike, (laughs) but apparently Judy's bringing it to me. All right, so this is Friday, December 15 at 2.10am I wrote this. Well, today started off slow and then gained momentum. I'm just having a look because I've scribbled something out. I think I just misspelled gained, but then gained momentum. (laughs) That sounds like a sentence written by an old lady. Today started off slow and then gained momentum. (laughs) Went to town before 10 and bought a present for Kathy and posted it. Got to the station just after 9.30. Only a few ads to do. Did them straight away and then messed around. Borrowed Julie's car and went into town to get some lunch. Came back and went on air at 2pm. My shift went well. Lisa came in at various times with more ads for me to do. Looks like I'm going to be busy on the weekend. A total of 10 ads to do on the weekend. Four start on Monday and six on Tuesday. Keep me busy! Lisa finished today. She's on holidays for three weeks. Went to watch Julie play indoor cricket, then helped at the under-18s disco that Judy was holding. That was fun. <laughs> Night, 2.21am. What? I went to indoor cricket and then an under-18s disco?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the country, doll.
0: I know. If you
1: don't go to sport events or if you don't play sport in the country, you have no social life.
0: That is so true. And indoor cricket and BMX was huge in Caratha. Oh. And Judy was involved in all of them. All right, and our <laughs> final entry is uh, Saturday, December 16, and it was written at 4.44 a.m. Jesus. Jesus. Didn't want to wake up so early this morning. I was up at 7.30, shower and got dressed, and off to do the Retrovision Crosses. Ugh, for God's sake, working me hard. After those, I went to the <laughs> shopping centre and saw Nat. Got some lunch and headed for the station. My shift from midday to 6pm went well. Had to stay late for the Cross to Dave, broadcasting live from Dampier. Came home just after 6pm and showered. Got dressed and Julie, Nat, Lisa and I went to Jasmine's Chinese restaurant. Tea was great. We ended up with about 23 people at the table... Singing at the performance machine and I've put a a star that I've done next to there and at the bottom I've written at the bottom a star with in capitals. Ask me for details. And then (laughs) we partied under the table and generally had a great time. I can imagine we would have been so fucking annoying for the staff of Jasmine's Chinese (laughs) Restaurant. Mm. We stayed there until 2.30, went to Judy's and left about 4.30. Now it's off to sleep. 4.50, Four fifty-three a.m. No seers, and ask me for more details. The performance machine is karaoke. I was doing karaoke oh, in nineteen
1: eighty-nine. I don't think I've ever heard you sing.
0: No, do you, do it's not s- a good idea.
1: No, yeah, that does seem very out of character to mm-hmm. you.
0: Well, we were partying mm-hmm. under the table, Donna, so we were drunk.
1: Yes, clearly.
0: <laughs> and I distinctly remember the song we sang because I sang with Judy, and we sang "The Leader of the Pack." But instead of saying, the leader of the pack, we were saying, the dealer of the smack. And we thought we were hilarious. Oh, is it
1: bad that I I, I find
0: that funny? I do find that funny. We found it funny.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. You had
1: some really good friends there.
0: I did. Judy and her family were amazing. Natalie from Bazaar was fantastic. MJ, the babysitter. She was fabulous as well. It was so much fun. I made so many good friendships Yay. up there. Brendan and Helen. Oh. Aww. Marianne. Oh my God. So many people. And then all the people I met in How oh, did you know Marianne from
1: now? Yeah, well?
0: that's how I first met Marianne. Oh. She came up for two oh weeks to do the news fill in. <gasps>
1: Oh, back when we were all babies. I know we were all
0: babies.
1: I'm I'm quite tired now. That's exhausting going all the way (laughs) back in time. It
0: hurts a bit, doesn't it, travelling back in time?
1: It does. (laughs) Even even listening to all the music that was playing at that time. Oh
0: yeah, I don't
1: remember half of that. I (laughs) I don't know what I was doing.
0: It would just be the Um, worst fucking Spotify playlist ever,
1: (laughs) wouldn't it? Yeah, it's quite frightening. All right,
0: babes, that's us. Oh,
1: well, it's nice going back in time with you. Thanks. That. Pleasure.
0: I'm so glad I managed to squeeze you in Because we've only got two more episodes to do now
1: oh, who, Who's
0: your next two guests? Uh, coming up in the next episode is Michelle Who you know well Because we all work together at 96. I Affair. do, sister of funk Sister of funk, love her mm-hmm,
1: And then the final mm-hmm. episode I've
0: already recorded It's with my parents And it is
1: <gasps> hectic Because they oh couldn't God, wait they... for me to
0: shut up And leave them alone
1: <laughs> Oh Seriously, though, they are the nicest people. They truly
0: are. Bless their little hearts. Bless your little heart as well. Oh,
1: well, this was lovely. So nice to talk to you.
0: Oh, I love you so much. I'd Just um, stay there because we'll chat more. Hey, in the next episode, there's so much work for me to do, more jealousy for me to swallow. My roomie Mark apparently shits me. Sounds like more jealousy coming to the surface. I become an editing guru, but it's got nothing to do with radio. I'm bored again and again, and I'm even more keen to move on to my next station. There's another disaster for me to comment on, and the ultimate in 80s technology comes into my life thanks to a touch tone telephone. All this diarized ho-hum and nothingness needs to do something decent to supplement its banality, which is why we try to help amplify Indigenous voices in every episode. And this time around, we're introducing you to the TakePrideMovement.com who create fashion with a purpose. They're designing and selling clothing and apparel that beautifully represents First Nations culture and offers it up as a symbol of unity and strength for all races to wear with pride. There's heaps of stuff for you to buy, so check them out at TakePrideMovement.com Dot com or Take Pride Movement on Instagram and Facebook, and it wouldn't be this podcast without ending an episode with much thanks for the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag's work on this chunky '80s synth extravaganza. Okay, there's no synth in that bit, you know what I mean, uh, and also. Thanks to our other audio guru, Jezalenko. If you want to, you can follow us on socials at 1989. But if you uh, could do one thing for me, it'd be to share this podcast with someone you reckon might love it, or two things give it a review or share it on socials. And until next time, I am, of course, loving you from here. Check it out to see ya. Bye.